Live from the Vascular Institute of Chattanooga Studio, this is WLND Signal Mountain, Chattanooga. This is a presentation from the Whitfield Media Group. Does your house need renovating? Are you seeking home improvement ideas and advice from professionals? Maybe you're buying a new home and need help deciding what is best. We can help. This is Your Home Radio on 98.1 The Lake, featuring Sean Whitfield, an avid home improvement do-it-yourselfer, and Amanda Battles, realtor with Keller Williams Realty. This is Your Home Radio on 98.1 The Lake. Now here are your hosts, Sean Whitfield and Amanda Battles. Good morning and welcome to Your Home Radio. We're a radio show that's all about your home, from home improvement, home remodeling, home building, and many more topics that are all related to your home. Thank you so much for joining us. I am Sean Whitfield, and joining me is Amanda Battles, realtor with Keller Williams Realty. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning. I'm here on two wheels. (laughs) As soon as I walked in this morning, I looked at Sean, and I said, it's a typical life of amanda because i've come down from cleveland i have my starbucks my gas lights on like i said let's do this and and you even started sleeping on two wheels some because you bought you a camper (laughs) as well i've not slept in there yet we have joked all morning you still haven't slept in it no no i want to i want to change the locks on it i want a new (laughs) mattress like Uh, oh so there's things you've got to do and you've owned it what about a month yeah Okay, yeah. so for those that missed the show about your new adventure, you bought a camper. On the lake, yes. In uh, Weiss Lake or Lake, Wa- lake, lake Wise. Wise. Lake I Wise. say Lake Wise. You're like, Weiss Lake. I'm like, Lake Wise. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, which which is it? I don't, I've always, I mean, I lived down there for years and I've always said Lake Wise, but there's okay. other people that say Wise Lake. They may change the order. <laughs> I live over on Wise Lake. <laughs> All right, we'll go with uh, Weiss Lake. Or but that's Lake just Weiss. my real estate mentality is to change the locks. I tell all my buyers that as soon as you get in there, you don't know what's who has a key to what and who's made copies and and yeah. all that that kind of stuff. And you so. don't know you don't know who's been sleeping on that mattress either. Well, true. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how old it is or anything <laughs> like that. So, yeah, I'm just I've got a ton of stuff that I need to take down there this weekend. So everybody needs needs a. a lake home and you have one hey and you know what i've had colleagues at um, keller williams realty downtown they've asked me they're interested in purchasing and they'll text me and they're like hey i'm down here where do i go and i said well maybe one day i can come down there and Uh we'll just drive around and i'll show you where mine is and and i can introduce you to some people so It, it where you have it located does it do they allow you to rent it out I don't, you know, I don't know that. Because I was wondering I've, if you could I thought about airbnb like, Yeah. You, and you only to, and, and, or, you know, just friends, close friends or something like that. But, yeah. yeah kind of like having a condo at the beach. That's right. <laughs> Amanda, like, yeah, on my level, yes. Uh, and so this will sleep, what, four? Um, We could max it out. <laughs> say, well, probably just four, yeah. Four comfortably? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, that's that's something you're going to have to keep us up to date on. Let us know how that's going. How is the rest of the real estate world right now? Um, Great. Doing virtual tours. I've done two this week. Out-of-state buyers. Um, well, first of all, describe what a virtual tour is. Sometimes What's it's, it like? Sometimes it's FaceTiming. So... I, I prefer that. That way, if they, while I have them on the phone, I can zoom in on something. I can say, I can just give them commentary. But sometimes what I do is I just do small, like just really short videos of each room. Um, I even stand like on the front porch and see what their view would be from the porch, that kind of thing. Or if they want me to drive just to see what the neighbors you know or (laughs) what you're facing next door so um so it varies whatever whatever's best for them and then i'll just say hey i'm still at the property anything you want me to check on or anything like that so is this becoming pretty common it is and i really think covid helped push that along and it's Mm -hmm. not because of covid that i'm doing it but it's made it just something that people are more you know i can i've made offers sight unseen yeah before just based on a video tour so i think that's becoming more common it's amazing how this pandemic has changed the way we do business Mm -hmm. and how we communicate with one another and 
Um, I know, you know, my buddy Casey Orr with Hulco that we've had here on the show, they're doing some of that. And I've heard some other home improvement companies doing that with clients. So uh, that, that's pretty cool. I mm-hmm. didn't I didn't realize much of that was going on in the um, realtor world. Yeah. Well, and you have to be super quick. So you don't want to drive like I had a client. They were going to drive 10 hours from Florida. And I said, let me step in. You know, I'll drive. It was a 45 minute drive. They are 45 minutes back. And I didn't mm-hmm. mind at all. I said, I'd much rather do that than save you a trip. And um, there there were a few issues that it wasn't the right property for him. Yeah. So it saved them some so uh, as far as when you list or post a house online are you including a video most of the time or is that sometimes i've only done that on a few because it's those pictures and if they don't know the floor plan exactly that kind of gets more buyers in the house honestly because they it's it's giving them the interest when they see the pictures and then they want to go in and see what it's all about Mm -hmm. that kind of thing yeah it's just still amazing to me how the real estate market's going same uh, i mean it's just I know. mind-boggling I, I saw on the news the other day where the phoenix arizona area uh has seen real estate go up this year in a lot of places 50 percent i wow. mean to have that kind of increases and i know of a neighborhood in catoosa county that has gone up like 30 mm-hmm. percent the lots have just since the beginning of the year yeah so it's just remarkable, especially with the economy that we're in. I know. And it's so just uncertain in yeah, certain and areas. And then and in an election year. Yeah. I mean, all the pieces of the puzzle that you would think would throw caution flags mm-hmm. for so many people to be spending money or, you know, making major investments. Well, these lenders, now they are checking to make sure you're still employed. And it, I've yeah. had lenders tell me that... It's scary because they do, you know, the verification of employment and everything up until closing. And it depends sometimes on how they word it. So say somebody calls your employer and they may say, well, they're not currently laid off, but we are experiencing high levels of blah, blah, blah. That would be enough possibly to red flag your loan and say, well, your job's kind of not guaranteed. Yeah. So that's where I'm still I haven't had any deals fall apart like that personally, but I've had lenders say, we're checking, and it depends on how it's answered, the question's answered. But more importantly, um, so we were discussing football (laughs) before the show. (laughs) Today is a big day for football. Yes. um, I've been looking forward to this, and I'm just in awe that my coach, I just, I'm speechless. I saw... He's got that corona. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's the way they say it in Alabama, that corona. Yeah. And it just popped up on my phone, and I, I don't watch the news like I should. It's just it's depressing, and it's a lot of negative stories sometimes. And um, so I do get the highlights online and everything, mm-hmm. and it popped up. And I thought, no, not right now when we're about to play Georgia. I've looked forward to this for over a year. Yeah, it's going to be coming up tonight. Yeah. I think on CBS around 730. I think it's at 8. Okay, maybe yeah. 8 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah gonna be a big game mm-hmm. and i'm going to atlanta today so i'll be back definitely definitely back in time for well that. you better scoot on down there as soon as this show's over i know because you're going shopping and uh you shopping in atlanta is is every bit of a full day well yeah i know i have big intentions um the girl the girls and i are leaving at 10 and we're planning to start back before dark back back home so we'll see how that goes <laughs> just don't take me to you know any of the big malls or you, you, any you of know, that you like Phipps plaza or something like that you may i'll never come back before you start back you may want to catch the game at papa Cita's. you know that's a cool destination to catch mm-hmm. a football game uh get you a uh, uh fajita and uh one of those little uh good delicious margaritas i like the seafood restaurant though next to it better you like that better yeah Yes, huh. it's so good. Yeah, yeah, I like. Papa but I, and I and I eat a lot of Mexican food, so just to have a just a different take on seafood. Yeah, yeah. So, anything else in the uh, housing world that we should let folks know about? Nothing. That you're I mean, nothing imperative. I mean, I've got people contacting me about listing soon, mm-hmm. and I'm encouraging them. This is the best time, and um, I've actually sold some land personally that i close on that next week when is there a bad time 
because I've been hearing the best time for several years. <laughs> well, that is funny because I've, you always hear realtors, and I've told a lot of people this, you've heard us say this for what? I mean, I know I've said it for the whole seven years I've been in real estate. It's yeah. a seller's market. It's a seller's market. Now we're really saying, no, really, it is. And it has been. It has been this entire time, and I was honestly expecting a shift. But... um it, it could be a bad time when if there's a lot of foreclosures going on if you have a lot of competition yeah and there's a market i was on a flight a few years ago it's always about supply and demand it is yeah and i was on a flight it's been i guess about three years ago and i think the couple i sat next to was from i don't know somewhere in the northeast and she said it is such a buyer's market that they even request that the set i mean the lawn is perfectly manicured at before closing or they won't sign the papers like there's so many demands that the buyers put on the seller so it's mm-hmm. and that was a few years ago but that's a good example of sometimes it switches yeah so when it's the, the getting's good or what is it that's this what's that saying the when the getting's good yeah no when the going what is that when the going gets tough, tough no no, there's another know. saying. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't teach us that at Gordon Lee. <laughs> hey, I ran across this article the other day, and this was from the uh, uh, Home Builders Association of Greater Chattanooga, the National Association I get on their uh-huh. email list. And uh, it's titled, Average 30-Year Mortgage Rate Falls to Another All-Time Low. According to Freddie Mac... It is a a 30-year fixed has dropped to 2.81 this past week. Mm -hmm. 2.81. A 15-year is running right around 2.35 to 2.37%. And they're not anticipating, according to what the Federal Reserve is predicting, they predict that the rates will remain this low through 2023. Wow. Yeah. That's, <clears throat> yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah. And, of course, speaking of mortgages, uh, coming up here after the break, we're going to have our buddy and our guest today, and also he's a part of uh, Your Home Radio, and that is Del Whaley with Caliber Home Loans. And we're going to talk about uh, where the rates are here in the uh, Chattanooga area and uh, also talk about uh, uh, advice and helpful tips to uh, – help make the mortgage process a little bit easier and smoother and what are the proper steps you need to take uh when you get ready to buy a home because i know amanda you run into this often somebody's out shopping for a home they all of a sudden find something and they go oh i gotta hurry up and get pre-approved and then that mm-hmm. slows them down and they miss that opportunity yes. to get that home yeah all because you got to be prepared yeah so Dale will uh, share with us some uh, thoughts and, and suggestions of uh, how to be prepared. We'll also talk to him about VA loans. Uh, we'll find out what the pros and the cons are to that. And then also too, um, we're going to be talking. Uh, we'll be talking about that a lot. But we're also going to be sharing with you something uh, that you need to be prepared for if you live in the East Brainerd area. It's getting ready to be a traffic nightmare next weekend. Yes, not looking forward to that. Yeah, so if I may need to leave town for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a royal pain. It's going to be uh, getting started, I believe, uh, this coming Friday and going through the weekend. And we'll uh, share with you that information from the Tennessee DOT. And I remember the quote is, get while the getting's good. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's it. Also, too, you're going to share with us something about... Uh, <laughs> domestic violence yes october is domestic violence awareness month okay so a little bit later in the program uh we'll have you share that with us and tell how folks can um get involved with that if Mm -hmm. get information or not necessarily get involved with domestic (laughs) violence but uh how you can uh, find help it's never good to go get in domestic violence so we're i had to make sure i cleared that up but anyway when we come back after the break we're going to be joined with del whaley from caliber home loans we're going to talk about mortgages we've got a lot more to come we want to thank you again so much for joining us and making us a part of your saturday morning i am sean whitfield along with amanda battles we got more to come after the break stay with us 
For past shows and more information about Your Home Radio, check out our website at yourhomeradio.net. Built by Avalon Design Studios. Back with more Your Home Radio on 98.1 The Lake in just a moment. Like us on Facebook and Instagram. For past shows and more information about Your Home Radio, check out our website at yourhomeradio.net. Built by Avalon Design Studios. Now, back to Your Home Radio. Here's Sean Whitfield and Amanda Battles. Welcome back, and thank you so much for joining us and making us a part of your day. If you're always on the move, download that radio.com or iHeartRadio app to your smartphone or tablet and keep us tuned in each Saturday morning right here on 98.1 The Lake. I am Sean Whitfield along with Amanda Battles. And Amanda, it is time for us to start talking about mortgages. My favorite topic ever. It is your favorite topic because if there's a mortgage involved, that means you're usually somewhere yeah, in the I'm middle busy. of it all. I'm busy and I've got a lot of phone calls to make. So joining us today is Mr. Dale Whaley with Caliber Home Loans. And we have a lot to discuss. But first of all, welcome Thanks for joining us today. Glad to be here again. Thank you for the invitation. Um, I actually spoke with Dale over last weekend regarding um, a new buyer and the importance of getting that pre-approval letter before we make an offer. I have a lot of buyers right now. They don't want to get pre-approved until they find the house. So what do you recommend What's for that the, process? You've probably got some nightmare stories, too, you could share. Well, I actually received do three contracts <laughs> yesterday for properties I've never spoken with a client one time. So, you know, it's okay, but I think that to put everybody in a more relaxed position, especially with individuals going out making offers on properties that need to know what's it going to require as a down payment, what's my credit score, which ultimately defines what their monthly payment is. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really crucial, especially with people looking to buy second homes in our area or moving from another area into Chattanooga because we've got to take a lot of things in consideration. Number one, is their employer going to allow them to still function on their job activities? Let's say they're based in California living in Tennessee. A lot of people really don't think about that, and I've had so many people moving here from California in the last three months. It's amazing. Really? Yes. Why? I'm not quite sure. I've had a lot out of Florida and a few in Colorado. Yeah, there's a lot of influx into our area. Is it because people are so tired of being in fires out there? Well, I I think (laughs) that's a huge part of risk. But they just want, I think Chattanooga is just known for a great place to live. Nationally, I think in national news, we're, I don't know what we're rated currently, but we've mm-hmm. always been rated up there as a great place to live and retire. Now, this is a big question that I'm going to ask you. I don't know if you can completely answer it. I asked Amanda this earlier off the air before we started. The market is unbelievable right now. Amanda was sharing with me earlier that she's talking to colleagues in the real estate industry that are telling her it's the best year ever that they've experienced in their career. Why is it why is it what it is today why is it just unbelievable properties are being sold left and right inventory short uh it, it's just going haywire why, what's causing that well i've questioned that a lot i know from my standpoint in the mortgage industry there's been a lot of refinances but the purchase business i've never seen it on fire like it is so trying to determine what is creating all that because i think the inventory is very low mm-hmm. still in chattanooga so Think, I'm thinking, well, what is creating all that? I don't know the answer to that, but I'm just glad to be involved in it. I think we're all <laughs> baffled. I ran into, um, I did a virtual tour. I did two virtual tours this week, actually. And one was at an open house for a client that was out of state. And the open house agent just says, this is crazy. Like, multi- we're already getting multiple offers as soon as it hits the market. And it's like that with every home, especially in a certain price range, but mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yeah, I truly yeah. feel if you price your house correctly, it will sell within hours with the market, the low inventory that we have. And I talk to so many people, just like you mentioned, well, we're not going to list our house until we find that house that we're going to move in because where's our kids going to go to school if our sales in one day? What are we yeah. going to do? So. I can understand the position that they're in, trying to place their family, especially kids in school in a certain area, and needing to know where they're going to end up. But I've never experienced anything like this in my life. A friend of mine lives in Catoose County, put their house up for, on the market for 435 I had suggested that they not move off of it because I didn't feel like they needed to or had to. Within less than 36 hours, sold it with an offer of 430 and the families lives in Atlanta. 
it's almost like people and realtors are sitting on their computers waiting on MLS listings to show up, and it's like a road race. It is. Yes. That's why every evening... I get requests to show houses last minute because as soon as it hits the market, so I don't know what my day is going to be like every single day. I may be showing three houses, four houses. I may be showing to three different buyers because I have a lot of people that are looking. And as soon as something hits the market that's in their price range, we just have to go right then. And and, and this is a house that's in the fours. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you would think that, okay, you hit four, then the quickness of it being sold maybe isn't going to be quite what if it was a house in the twos or the threes. But I mean, I know I have probably 13 to 15 people in my file right now that's just waiting for a house to purchase. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're looking. So when something comes up, the agent, as they're working along with, if it fits any of the demographics or price range that they want, they're heavily considering it because they know they're just going to have to sit and wait. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and a lot of them have sold their house, which some of them say, I wish I hadn't gone that route. I wish I'd just stayed in it till I found the property. Some are renting, and, and a lot of them are renting right now that are first-time home buyers. That's just looking, trying to get out. But I think, you know, the market, I just, I can't put a finger on what, it's just like someone flipped a switch and everything <laughs> went crazy here in Hamilton <laughs> County. I'm not sure in the if middle it's the of same a pandemic yeah. everywhere else. I don't know. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, rental, uh, th- they were telling me too, said, well, you know, okay, now we got to find a place to go. They are looking at getting into an apartment for six to 12 months because they plan to build. And uh, a two bedroom apartment in East Brainerd is running twelve fifty to thirteen hundred. I think a lot of landlords now are starting to open up to that. You don't have to sign that one year lease. It's better just rent it monthly because we have a lot of people doing that right now they just need it for a few months and Mm -hmm. then they can move on to someone else so i know there's been a lot of um, renters that have found properties like that i would bet the storage rental business is probably thriving Mm -hmm. right now too i would imagine so i know where (laughs) i store some items there hasn't been a uh, a box open in some time yeah 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 it it is just amazing so someone gets that goes through that pre-approval process and they're kind of in a holding pattern. They're working with Amanda, trying to, you know, figure out what the next step is and where they go. How long is that pre-approval letter good for? Well, once I pull their credit, as long as they close within 120 days, we don't have to relook at the credit. Of course, if they go out during that time and have a, a credit report pulled or an inquiry or something, it's going to throw up a red flag. That makes us have to pause and stop a little bit and say, okay, was that credit did it determine in a debt and most of the time it doesn't but if it does we have to take that and actually add it back into their liabilities and count that payment against them but our credit report is good for 120 days should it go beyond that it's just as easy as hitting the button and repulling it so we try to make the clients aware of don't go out and open any new debt don't actually have your credit pulled if there's not a you know a hard requirement for that and you definitely want to work with a local reputable lender so highly recommend dale he's quick he's always i i sent him one this week and these people they wanted to make an offer sight unseen and i said i have to get a letter um and i had advised them they lived in florida and i said i really highly recommend somebody local to our market um they've not purchased any in georgia before so he's great at getting mm-hmm. right back and, and i think you had called him and he didn't he didn't answer immediately or something but um he called him right back and we got him got him going yeah we connected yeah. up and i actually have some people moving here from virginia that have received a contract on today i've never spoken to so it's uh the listing agent that had the house listed here said well i won't i would prefer if you work with someone local so they actually their agent that i work along with had them reach out to me too so I feel, you know, agents around here know the importance of working with someone local, mm-hmm. especially with everything going on with appraisals, because we, we've got to get that appraisal back before three weeks. Yeah. I want to talk about appraisals, but first, before we do that, you mentioned you were working with some folks from California. What would you say your percentage of business has been this year that have been buyers that have moved from other cities to Chattanooga? Boy. Would you have a guess? I Maybe. would say probably 18 to 20 percent. Really? Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was, I was going to guess about 20 percent on my end. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I'm not projecting here or trying to decide on 
know people's political sides but if things go crazy in the election and there's more uh, things going on in larger cities i think we're going to see more and more people reach out and leave big cities such mm-hmm. as new york and other mm-hmm. and go to smaller areas mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i'm getting more and more calls about land out toward cloudland rising fawn trenton out that direction for sure um mm-hmm. but and, just, and then with building cost, I was told today that it's somewhere around 40 to 50 percent increase in building costs as far as lumber materials go. Yeah, I'm actually getting ready to start a new construction for myself. And what my builder told me, I was just like, well, I think we're going to hold off a few more months <laughs> just to let the price ease up just a little because lumber is extremely high right now. It is. Yeah. So you're hearing or are you just taking a good guess that lumber prices are going to go down in a few months or do you think it's here to stay for pretty long term well based on the gentleman that's building my house has been doing this probably about 30 years and he says in another 60 to 90 days things will ease up he's seen trends before and he feels that everything will ease up okay so you're getting some good advice yes i feel that i am i really do yeah yeah let's talk about appraisals what are some uh, things you recommend, and uh, what are some surprises folks are running running into? Well, I can say something on that. We, I've been, I, I've been doing real estate for seven years, and all these years before the last couple of months, I'd only had four maybe come back low, and just in the last few weeks, because of all this, pro, you know, the price increases and everything, I've had three come back low in the last couple of weeks, which is rare for me. Um, so that's something we're running into is these prices just keep increasing and buyers need their closing costs covered. So we're, they're trying to work that into their purchase price. So I don't know if you've ran into that a lot on yours. So when an appraisal comes back low and you think it's not being treated fairly, what do you do? There's different options. Of course, the set, it just depends on a few of mine were like 6000 It may be. 2000 so in a lot of circumstances the seller will just reduce to that amount or the buyer can pay the difference in the amount so say it appraised for 250 but the contract was for 252 the buyer can opt to pay that two thousand dollar difference because that's all the lender you know that's the lender's value that's what the appraiser is there for is to give that value for the lender and if they can't negotiate it then you just terminate terminate the contract have you had a lot have you had a lot come back in not not a lot but just to answer the question i've had two of these this year where if the value comes in low and the agents on the listing side and the selling side and the seller feels that the appraiser didn't do his job correctly we can do what's called reconsideration of value and that's where i'll take three listings comparables that were not considered in their appraisal resubmit it to their appraisal office They'll review those, and if they make sense, they'll reach out to the appraiser and say, hey, look, you need to put these in your report and take it in consideration. Mm-hmm. Now, doing that sort of, you know, offends a lot of appraisers. They feel that um, what they did was correct to begin with, but I have found probably 20% of the times on the ones that I've been involved in, the right appraiser would say, you know, I did overlook that. Let me work it in. And the value can change to keep a deal mm-hmm. together. Especially when it's so, like, just 2000 or less. I mean, that's just such a minimal difference. Mm-hmm. We had an, Dale, we had an appraiser here on the show, uh, what, a couple of weeks ago? Mm-hmm. And got a lot of good ideas and a lot of good tips from talking with him. One that really stood out in my mind was the fact, uh, be present. If you're the homeowner, or be present at the house when the appraiser shows up absolutely i couldn't agree more and he said so many times he says i'll get information that is very helpful to me that i would not have known had i not had that conversation with a homeowner Mm -hmm. so very valuable tip any other uh comments related to appraising just like amanda mentioned the 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 market being as it is we're just trying to take the sales price it's just normal you would want to do this take it to the extreme what's the max i can get for it so i'm going to say congratulations to those appraisers out there because they're having to do a lot more work now Mm -hmm. to try to meet the value of the homes Mm -hmm. because you know a lot of agents will say we need to base the sales price of your house here based on the information i've here but unfortunately i have so many whatever the seller wants to ask for the house the agent will just say okay we'll put a sign in the yard and i think that sort of yes. distorts yeah. the inventory it's, it's such in a way we shouldn't have 
Good advice. We need to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue this conversation with Dale Whaley, our guest today with Caliber Home Loans. We're going to talk uh, about more about the process that you go through in getting a mortgage. We're going to talk about credit and also interest rates. We've got that and more. We come back after the break. For Amanda Battles, I'm Sean Whitfield. Stay with us. For past shows and more information about Your Home Radio, check out our website at yourhomeradio.net, built by Avalon Design Studios. Back with more Your Home Radio on 98.1 The Lake in just a moment. Like us on Facebook and Instagram. For past shows and more information about Your Home Radio, check out our website at yourhomeradio.net, built by Avalon Design Studios. Now back to Your Home Radio. Here's Sean Whitfield and Amanda Battles. Welcome back, and thank you so much for joining us. We're a radio show that's all about your home, from home improvement, home remodeling, home building, and many more topics that are all related to your home. I am Sean Whitfield, along with Amanda Battles, realtor with Keller Williams Realty. Our guest today is Dell Whaley with Caliber Home Loans, and we are talking about the mortgage world. And certainly this is a very important part of the process for most people that are getting ready to purchase a home. And uh, uh, Dale is giving us a lot of helpful tips that are going to be very useful to um, many of you out there listening that are getting ready to start that process. Dale, let's talk a little bit about a little bit about interest rates. Where is the market currently with interest rates? Well, that's a great topic. Today, I actually quoted a thirty-year rate at two point six percent. Oh my goodness! Yes, two point six. That 2. is 6. unreal. I know it's crazy, isn't it? But, I mean, it does sound unreal, but I was telling Amanda this earlier today when we were talking before the show began. You know, I was when I was asking the question, okay, what's causing the market to just do what it's doing? And she said, well, you know, some of it's got to do with interest rates. And I said, well, I can see where that's got an effect. But I remember in December 2011, I refinanced my home. 15-year loan at that time was 3.5. Mm-hmm. So it really hasn't been in a situation for the last nine or ten years where interest rates have been that much of an issue or problem oh i know it's uh it's such a pleasant uh time to buy a house rates of course you know looking at that versus a four and a half percent the the buying ability that it gives people is, is extra especially mm-hmm. when someone's trying to buy that first home mm-hmm. it just enables them to pr- furnish you know their family in a better home mm-hmm. yeah. which is one great tool about it so if a 30 is is the two you said 2.65 correct what is a 15 the last i quoted last week was 2.250 2.250 yep and i had one person say well i think i'm just gonna wait till it gets to zero (laughs) 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 well and see but like with so many like instead of offering all cash it's just cheap money in a way you know to to have an expense there think about how many instead they run up those credit cards and they think well i don't want to owe on my house or my car and when rates are this low you'd rather have a little bit of a mortgage than run up your bills and things like that i mean it's just so affordable and the rates with it being low it's more house that you can afford absolutely and you look at the 401ks most people are you know the returns that they're getting on 401ks are very positive so i think i'll put my money in some type of an investment tool right now and just take your 2.6 percent yeah that's amazing um where does the credit rating need or credit score need to be to be at a rate like that 740 740 and if it's above that can the rate get a little bit sweeter well above that it's generally tied to the loan amount so the loan amount that i quoted today for that was over 250 so 250 is a good threshold to get the lowest rate possible okay of course a lot of people think the lower the loan amount the better the rate well unfortunately they got it figured a little bit different at the banks the lower the loan amount higher the rate because the return on the money is not as much so if someone was at a credit score of over 800 the rate wouldn't have been any different no no it would not yeah 740 is pretty much the threshold and then it's dependent on the loan amount and there's so many factors that go into it because I, as soon as buyers are interested, they they start spewing, you know, hey, this is my credit. I've got a great credit score and I have a great down payment. And I'm like, there, there's a lot 
uh, factors, your debt to income ratio, um, pay stubs, things like that, that Dale has to go and magically just review everything and come up with what type of loan and what your maximum loan amount is. Yes, but one thing I want to say here that really people have a hard time grasping I can take the same client, price out with 20% down and price out with 10% down and the interest rate is better with the 10% down. And people say, how is that? Well, there's an insurance policy against the loan. Mm -hmm. That's what the private mortgage insurance is that they're paying every month. Should the loan go bad, there's insurance money there, so to speak, to protect the the lender. It gives Mm -hmm. you a better rate. Yeah, it it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. I think it's wrong, but that's just what we have in front of us. Dale, talk a little bit about debt-to-income ratio. Debt-to-income ratio is basically we take the existing debt that you have, whether it be revolving in uh, installments such as an auto loan or, or a student loan, and then we take the house payment. We combine those together, and we divide that into your earnings monthly. So if a person was to stay under 40% debt-to-income ratios their whole life, I don't really see them getting any trouble. The the ones that really, when you have these unexpected occurrences come before you, whether it be a medical or something, and you're at a 55% debt-income ratio, there's no room for for a boundary of cushion. So I try to always, especially first-time home buyers, try to position them not to go over 40 or 43%. Mm-hmm. Because their house payment doesn't need to be their life. They need to live their life with their children. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's where you always hear the jokes about tell your ex-spouse or whatever, oh, congratulations on your contract, on you're going to buy a house. You need a new car to go with that, too, because you don't want them to buy a new car because that that affects their debt to income. Even I've had um, not any of my clients, but I've heard where they go and they start shopping for furniture immediately or they buy a house with a lot of land thinking oh well now we got to have a four-wheeler and it throws their debt off and then they can't buy that because they've completely they were on that cushion that you know they don't have a cushion rather that dale's talking about and it can just change it and then you can't buy this house you've got to completely start the process all over Mm -hmm. i agree yeah i I think i think if we stay in something moderate or along those lines that we talked about everything would be good but again we have some people that's purchasing their second or third home, wanting to stay up with the Joneses, and they want to know the max that they qualify for, and they're taking it to the limit. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't really feel comfortable doing it, but if I didn't do it, they'd go to Lender yeah. B, and Lender B would do it. So, mm-hmm. let's talk about credit for just a moment. Um, someone that's maybe a first-time home buyer, wanting to buy their first house, where does the credit score? Where's the benchmark? Is it where's it got to be or above? I feel that a 640 is where we need to be this day and time. Of course, we can go lower than that, but we want to make sure that right now, since COVID came out, all the debt to income ratios are based on what the credit score is, and if it falls below a certain threshold, they're required to have so many re, uh, reserves in required okay. in the bank. And a lot of first-time home buyers and young buyers, they don't have the reserves. So someone that's on that edge of maybe they're 620, 630, what are some helpful tips that you can share to get that score up to where you've picked up 50 or 60 or 70 points? I think that it's huge to go ahead and look at the credit because when we pull the credit report, generally 90% of the time revolving debt is what's tearing their credit score up. Let's say for an example that you had a, a credit limit of $5,000. Anytime you exceed... 2000 to 2500 owing balance on that particular credit card it starts eating your credit card up so i'll come across a lot of people let's say for an example they have two credit cards the max limit is three on each and they owe 2500 on both we can take that down a lot of times and pay 12 to 1500 dollars on each card and raise their score 30 or 40 points so that's really what i try to look at there's a lot of great companies out there that work on credit rebuilding but a lot of times you don't have to go to that extent your lender can fix it for you in mm-hmm. as easy as you know two to three days so if there's someone out there listening that's in this position they could set a time with you you could sit down with them kind of look at what they're dealing with and give them these useful tips and perhaps within 30 to 60 days you've got them 
qualified for a home loan. Absolutely, because I think that way you put a roadmap in front of them, you give them some energy, some enthusiasm, and that encourages them to continue on and do what you, you know, the suggestion that you make to them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, a lot of people are wanting a house right now, but if it took six months, six months going to be here before you know it and gone. Yeah. Yeah, there's no question about that. I think it's wise just even if you haven't purchased and you're not wanting to purchase anytime soon, just sit down with him, let him review everything to see. It has amazed me how many people have debt or liens that they are unaware of or they don't realize their purchase power. And once they do see that, they're like, well, wait a minute. You know, I hadn't thought about maybe buying or selling my home and purchasing something different because they don't understand equity they don't understand a lot of things that are involved they've just been sitting in that same house forever and they don't want to it's a lot you know it it's not as overwhelming as people think it is if that makes sense no it's not and i think about all the people that's out there renting now been renting a year two years three years or four years if they knew what they could qualify housewise for for that same monthly payment I mean, I think they would be thrilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pay less for a mortgage than what they're paying for rent, and it's theirs. Absolutely. Let's talk for just a moment about uh, VA loans. What are the pros and cons? I think VA loans the best loan out there. Uh, if you qualify for it, it's a hundred percent program, and uh, it has no monthly mortgage insurance. There, you know, there's a funding fee that's considered up front if you're not disabled, and that funding fee is 2.3%. Currently, on your first purchase, it was 3.3% for years, but I think it's just a great tool. I, I really do. I, um, how does someone qualify? Well, basically, uh, they'll need to, you know, have been in a wartime period for at least 90 days of active duty or 181 days of non active wartime so what i do once i have someone call we get what's called their dd214 we go to our computer and we retrieve a certificate of eligibility and it lets us know if that person has any entitlement also it'll let us know if they are eligible to waive the funding fee which would be by disability and it's the it's really lowest easy. credit score on that, about a 640 as well. We can go down to a 620. And okay. a lot of companies can go lower than that. We can too. But when you couple everything together that you've got to have for that low credit score, the window is very small for someone to fit. So 620 to 640. Is I would there say. a loan limit? Conventional. Yeah, I've, I've actually done, well, a couple years ago, I did a VA loan that had a loan amount of 620000 Okay. Yep. Because yeah. I knew that there, I think they had changed it maybe of January of this year. Yes. Now, is this uh, loan program, I guess it's uh, provided by the government? It is, yes. Yep. All right. It's actually an insurance, it's like an insurance policy um, right in with the um, U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs. So it's i guess they apply through them and then or they apply through you and then you have direct communication with that that is correct okay oftentimes you uh, could be watching a television program and you hear these commercials for reverse mortgages is uh is that a product that uh you recommend and if so what are its benefits i'm not educated enough to make a comment on that i've, I've okay. heard different things about it i've heard it being just a lifesaver for so many families um so i um i don't know how to respond to that sean so it's, it's probably i would just assume then it's not commonly used commonly used by folks then is it well i'm not sure there's no. you see so many advertisements on tv now and i know don oaks with mortgage south i think did the first reverse mortgage here in tennessee uh years ago and i know they steadily do that so if there's somebody out there that wanted to know a little bit more about that they could certainly reach out to don or nathan at mortgage south because i know they've done thousands of them yeah and that's something that is a loan that's done by seniors is that fair i think to say? it's 62 and older if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. all right good information amanda any other uh, comments that uh, you'd like that to is share? it i'm just um i've given some more clients to dale this week and i'm happy to work with him i'm happy he's here with us today well dale thank you so much for joining us uh, for folks that um want to reach out to you get more information possibly uh, set an appointment with you how can they do that well my direct sale is 
593-2501. But I would like to encourage them just to go to my secured website, dalewhaley.com. That gives you a little bit of time to see what I'm about. I've been in the industry for some time now. But more importantly, you can go down and look at all the reviews from my past clients. I think that speaks louder than anything. Yeah. Well, Dale is a proud partner of Your Home Radio. We certainly appreciate that, Dale. And uh, thank you for giving us uh, an update in education on mortgages. Fantastic. Glad to be here. All right. It is time for us to take a break. We come back. we got a lot more Your Home Radio to come for Amanda Battles. I'm Sean Whitfield. Stay with us. For past shows and more information about Your Home Radio, check out our website at yourhomeradio.net, built by Avalon Design Studios. Back with more Your Home Radio on 98.1 The Lake in just a moment. Like us on Facebook and Instagram. For past shows and more information about Your Home Radio, check out our website at yourhomeradio.net, built by Avalon Design Studios. Now, back to Your Home Radio. Here's Sean Whitfield and Amanda Battles. Welcome back. And again, thank you so much for making us a part of your day. If you're always on the move, download that free radio.com or iHeartRadio app to your smartphone or tablet and keep us tuned in right here each Saturday morning on 98.1 The Lake. All right, there is a uh, major, major uh, traffic situation that's going to be coming to the East Brainerd area on I-75. They're going to be having a uh, new traffic shift, which is going to close I-75 North to I-24 West Ramp and create the detour to East Brainerd next weekend. So there's a lot of folks that live in that Appleton East Brainerd area area it, it, it also is a, a convenient route to a lot of folks that live in the ringle area mm-hmm. i know you use that uh, route often frequently and uh, so anyway we have a um, a report here from t dot that we're going to share with you and uh, hopefully this will be helpful it's uh, going to be going on again starting next friday evening i believe it starts in the evening so uh, we're going to let you uh, hear this from uh, the tennessee Department of Transportation. The highway interchange connecting Tennessee and Georgia is about to change, at least temporarily. Portions of the I-75, I-24 split and surrounding areas will be closed for one weekend to allow crews to move forward with interchange modifications. On the scheduled weekend, the ramp from I-75 North to I-24 West will be closed from Friday night to Monday morning. Motorists headed for I-24 West will be detoured to I-75 North to make a sort of U-turn at exit 3A, where they will re-enter the interstate and follow I-75 South to I-24 West. This detour will alter the traffic flow on East Brainerd Road. All local traffic will be shifted to the westbound lanes of East Brainerd Road. Interstate access will be limited with only those traveling westbound having access to I-75 North. All other interstate access points will be closed. Local through traffic will be allowed to travel under the interstate. Traffic exiting I-75 and Hickory Valley Road will also be impacted with right turn access only at East Brainerd Road. To allow crews to install and remove the detour, lane restrictions on East Brainerd Road will be in place between Thursday night and Tuesday morning. Message boards will mark road closures and detours, while TDOT personnel, contract crews, and law enforcement will be stationed throughout the work zone. In addition to the interstate ramp closure, the I-75 North on-ramps from Ringgold Road will be closed from Friday night to Monday morning. All traffic must use alternate routes to access either I-75 or I-24 at other locations. The Tennessee Welcome Center along I-75 will also be closed to all traffic during the same time period. The weekend lane closures will allow contract crews to work around the clock and make connections critical to the project. For more information on the planned project, lane closures, and detours, visit the project website. All right, hopefully that'll be some helpful information for everyone that's leaving, living or visiting the eastern part of Chattanooga, the East Brainerd area specifically. All right, Amanda, uh, you're going to share with us some information about domestic violence. Yes, so October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and I just wanted to give just a quick statistic. One in four women and one in seven men are victims of severe violence from a partner at some point in their life. So um, if you know of someone or or are in that situation, um, just wanted to give some hotlines that you can call. The national hotline is one 800 
799-SAFE, which is 7233. And also, we have in North Georgia that serves Walker, Dade, Catoosa, and Chattooga counties, a family crisis center that you can call 24-7. And the number for that is 706-375-7630. Again, on that one, the local, 706-375-7630. Is there a website that folks can visit if they need um, more I believe so, and I did not I did not jot that down to bring with me. Okay. Um, and you can find them on Facebook, the Family Crisis Center that serves our local North Georgia counties. All right, great information. And unfortunately, uh, from what I understand from uh, various news media reports, domestic violence is way up. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's locked down. The, you know, people aren't at work. It's, yeah. Spouses uh, are spending way too much time together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And getting on each other's nerves. Yes, easy to do as yep. is. So I can only imagine. That's the beauty yep. of being single, right, Sean? <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> <laughs> it does have its benefits at times. Yes. All right. Uh, well, that's going to about do it for us. Any final words before we uh, go this morning? No, y'all just be safe this weekend. All right. And, uh, there's uh, also a car show going on this morning. Our friend uh, Ronnie Blaylock's got it going on at the Brown Middle School, the Ronnie Blaylock Seniors Cars for Kids. So if you're out in the Brown Middle School area of Highway 58 in Harrison, just drop on by. It's going on right now, and it's going to be going on till 12 noon. All right, that does it for this week's edition of Your Home Radio. And coming up right now, stay tuned for On The Move Radio on 98.1 The Lake with your host, Amy Morrow, Barry Quarter, and myself. And I think Amy's going to be away today, but it'll, so it'll just be Barry Quarter and myself. And it's a radio show that's about all things Chattanooga and the Tennessee Valley. I want to thank you for listening, and we'll be back here again next Saturday morning at 8 a.m. for a radio show that's all about your home. For Amanda Battles, I'm Sean Whitfield, and have a great weekend. This has been Your Home Radio on 98.1 The Lake. For more information, log on to yourhomeradio.net. Join us again next Saturday at 8 a.m. And thank you for listening. This has been Your Home Radio on 98.1 The Lake, a presentation from the Whitfield Media Group.